Let's get this shit. Let's, Let's get, get this shit. shit. Let's get it. <laughs> top of the morning. Top, top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. The funniest one was with like the grandma when she wake up. It is like when every time a grandma wake up, she get on her phone and send them little memes. It's like a flower background. It's like a scripture. It's like sitting there. She was so of the morning, funny. Top of the morning. What's up, man? We are back at it again. This is another week of this thing called the Common Ground Podcast. I'm Arlington Scott. Um, I'm having fun today, man. I've been relaxing all weekend for my birthday. Yeah. And then I got a special guest that decided to come do an episode with me. So I guess this is her birthday present to me. Because <laughs> um, I'm cheap. You know what I'm saying? She's a crowd favorite for some of the people. It's BK. Yay! <sighs> How you doing, BK? How you been, man? The people Listen. ain't heard from you in a while. Tell them what you got going on, man. Man, I'm tired, man. You're tired of what? I'm tired of the man. I'm tired <laughs> of these gas prices, man. I'm gas prices? Gas prices went down. It's still, it's, it ain't go down there. You know what I'm saying? It need, to, it need to do the limbo on that thing. What else you got going on, man? I just been working. I just been working. Hey, that's, been working. that's all we doing now. I feel like we at an age where it's really get up, go to work. I can't do this shit for another 30 years. No, not 30. 40 years. You got to find something creative in the meantime. For sure. I feel, I realize that. Like something got to be. Like our parents were very much soldiers in the army of the Lord. Because I, I genuinely don't know how they would get up. <laughs> And do the same routine over and over and over again. Just every day. Nothing else. Like no no fun or nothing like that. That they just wanted something that they just dreamed about doing. They never did. Like I understand why men used to have like whole other families. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta create some type of excitement in your life. You go mm -mm -mm. to the same job. They still go to the mill, work at the mill. They definitely still at the mill. Back at home, they definitely still at the mill. I didn't even know mills was still a thing. I got Jazz sitting beside me too, y'all. She chilling. She got a uh, week off this time. Oh. Her and Neek got the week off. So shout out to Jazz shout and Neek, Neek for all the work Jazz. they've been doing. They've been getting me together in our meetings. Yeah. Telling me about being structured and stuff. They grooming me well. I'm trying to get better, you know what I'm saying? Period. Jazz got the structure thing down packed. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to learn it. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? My birthday coming up. Big three two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that's a big age or whatever. Like people don't really talk about. Like, I'm turning thirty two. Is that Magic Johnson's? Chill out. Number? We not gonna do that. We ain't doing no <laughs> Magic Johnson yet. We not doing that. Big, big. What's his name? Nope. Ernie. Is his real name Ernie? We not doing it. I don't care. That ain't it. Shout out to Magic Johnson. That ain't it. But well, yeah, my birthday coming up on the fifth. Uh, big birthday coming up on the twelfth. It's a lot of big Virgo energy in the room, to be honest. True. It's okay, BK, I know. My mother's a Virgo, and my brother's a Virgo. See there? So you surrounded by them all over the place. Yeah. A lot. A lot of Virgos. My Shishi birthday, my, one of my good friends, her birthday was, I don't want to say the day because I kind of don't remember, but her birthday was last well, week. Well, she going to know you don't remember now. Sorry, she. <laughs> I know it's at the very beginning. I can't remember if it's like the first, the first, or the second. The second. One of them. Yeah. It's, you just know it's early. Yeah. I feel you on that, man. I mean, I posted her. I told her happy birthday on the appropriate day. So, yeah. what more do you want from me? But nah, man. This has been a pretty dope weekend for me. I've been relaxing a lot. The Eagle Aggie Classic was here. Aggie Eagle Classic. Aggie Eagle. Eagle Aggie. Does it matter? Or it just sounds. It better? don't matter because. 
North Carolina Central won. Shout out to Central. Shout out to Central. It was a good game for them. It was. Um, Jazz and I were sitting in the Aggie section. It wasn't a lot of energy over there. It was lit on my side. It was not a lot of energy on our side. I was also drunk, though. So, I don't Maybe know. Maybe enough people wasn't drunk. Um, I think, and we kind of talked about this earlier, you know, with HBCUs, I think, of course, a lot of people want to be too cool for school. You know what I'm saying? They want to be the cool cats. Also, it was different being in that size stadium because right. I'm so used to things being more like We're used to it intimate. being kind of close. Yeah. yeah. And so it did kind of, it did bring a different dynamic to where it's like, okay, it was adjustment, but try, try, yeah. shit. It feel like with a bunch, with a big group of black people, if it's too spaced out, mm-hmm. everybody want to be cool in their own little bubble. Like they don't really want to just go all out and be a fan and enjoy the moment and things like that. Right. We just rather be cool in our own little space. Right. Like don't catch me acting crazy or nothing. Facts. And the screen up here. People like be getting nervous about the screen and covering their faces. Like, bro, up. you done been on here for ten seconds at this point. You might as well have fun. And not only that, bro, people go on IG live all the time, but all, then all the of a sudden, you don't want to be seen. I don't know, man. Is there a thing like with black people and not wanting to show like full support? Yeah. At HBCU events. I believe so. I think um, that. When it comes to especially like the sporting events, unless your football team is like that, unless your basketball team is like you need that, need to be really good. Yeah, it's you're not getting. I'll be feeling team. like on like with something like that, I feel like black people want to be real cocky about something. Yeah. Like if I know my team like that, we coming in with a different kind of energy as a fan. I think black people are are are, are innately competitive. I think. I we, agree with that. We have a very competitive nature, but I'm definitely competitive about. It's like also you Pretty gotta give everything. folks a chance too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it ain't no chance when it comes it to black crowd. Ain't no crowd. chance. You lose. You lose if the first you, three games. If you ever go down one point, <laughs> ain't no energy in the room. Yo, the energy These is sucks. Suck. <laughs> we need a new coach. Fire the coach. Fire the coach. He's not calling no plays. Coach been here for 13 thing. years. Got hella banners up. One game. <laughs> hey, two wrong plays. He need to get out of here. <laughs> he need to get out of here. He is washed. He okay? need to get out of here. He is not with the time. But I, how, did, how did you feel overall about the, the game or the, or the weekend in general about, like, Aggie Eagle, HBCU Pride? I feel mm-hmm. like this is a big topic now. Yeah. Because people getting money and football teams are getting put on platforms. They're getting TV time now. Yeah. You got Deion Sanders down there. You got other NFL players getting into HBCU coaching. Like, how do you feel about where this whole thing is now? I think the I, I like the momentum on where it's going, like the shift in the culture. It is going to, for me personally, it is going to get some um, – it is going to take me some time to get used to it just because one thing I did enjoy about HBCUs is the intimate environment. So, like, being on a bigger stage because – like you said, if we're if black people, if we're not in a in a smushed environment, people are going to be awkward, and it's going to be it's, you're not going to get the same feel because people are going to try to be too cool. So I think you know, I I hope that the morale kind of raises with that. Uh, I didn't I didn't enjoy it in Charlotte. It was cool. <laughs> it wasn't like that in Charlotte. Yeah, like I've been I've been to plenty in Central, plenty at Ante, and like it just gave. 
uh, uh, like homecoming when you're walking around and you can smell like, you know what I'm saying, the fried fish in the air and you can yeah. clearly hear the band. You know what I'm saying? Like those things for me are just like authentic staples for HBCU classics. Nah, yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. And then like, I guess the feeling of you going to them, to those campuses, mm -hmm. being on a campus and going to a feet like a, a football field that's there. Right. It make it just I think you're a little bit more relaxed too. Right. Cause being out in the city and then having to park so far mm -hmm. and walk to the game and walk through all of this stuff and trying to get to your seat. Mm -hmm. And then you got a specific seat. You can't like move around how right. you want to. I think that adds a lot of stuff to it. So it don't take a lot for black people. No, it definitely wants don't. to get irritated. Listen here. <laughs> okay. We get over it quick. Me and Jazz walked up that ramp, boy. What? I was supposed to, she said something about Escalator, but I didn't hear it right away. And I ended up turning and going up the ramp. That was a bad that idea. That took you out. Yeah, that thing about got me up out of there, boy. <laughs> For real. So now I was like, yeah, when I get to this seat, boy, I'm sitting, sitting down, down. And I'm trying to find a way to stretch out. For real. Food expensive. I paid about $9 for a beer. I'm like. Yeah, I paid 20 for one drink. What? That was crazy. And and you know when you're in 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 game environments like that, it doesn't seem like the prices don't seem so ridiculous until you leave. Like what the like what, what in the world did I just? <laughs> Why would for? I do something like Why that? Why would I do that? I wouldn't. Who who do I think I am? <laughs> I don't even drink this much soda. <laughs> like the soda was half flat anyway. No, nah, I feel like that happens for real. I mean, I I like it because they're getting put on the biggest stage and they can see they can experience different things as players. Mm -hmm. But I think you also got to remember the experience for the fans because they are coming sure. to see these teams, see the bands, whatever. Um, but And so their experience is just as important as the players. But I also feel like the fans got to – HBCU fans have got to do a lot more when it comes to these games during the games, man. For sure. Like, I mean – it's, it's a lot more a energy that can be put yeah. out here. And to to that point, I will say, even though I was pretty lit, like <laughs> the my my people who went to Central with me, who they were in my section, we were we were lit. We were standing up, we were participating, but it was like the older generation and like some of the newer generation, they just kind of you could feel the uncomfortableness coming off of them. The old dudes don't like nobody young. Now. Yeah, they don't like people. The young. old people don't like nobody Why young. Why are you here? <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. They just want you to sit there and watch the game. Sit down. This is not chess or tennis. <laughs> like, this is a game. I want to be loud. I want to, you know, they playing move. Get out the way. Like, I want to. They don't want to hear none I of that. Wanna... They want to hear Frankie Beverly and me. Yeah. Now, but that's all they want to hear. The whole time. All they want to hear is old music. You couldn't hear the cheerleaders. It was just like. <sighs> yeah, Jazz said something about the cheerleaders, too. I was like, is they, I was like, either that's just far. I mean, I'm thinking like they just far away. Jazz said, no, they got a whole lot more people. They should be loud. Yeah. Yep. You definitely couldn't hear them. Definitely could not all. hear them. Could not hear them. I don't know, man. I don't know what it would take to kick this up. And, of course, it's not no quick fix because yeah. we're talking about a whole culture. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, right now, I, I do like what um, old buddy is doing for um, JSU. Um, I think, Coach Prime. Yeah, I think he's, he's really, like, anchoring where – you know, HBCU football needs to go. I just hope the crowd can, I mean, even with me, I hope I can adjust well to the change because, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to support HBCU. Right. Too. Yeah, it's different for me now being outside of the arena as far mm -hmm. as, like, not playing mm -hmm. and being in the stands. 
and I be trying not to like look at it as a football player and trying to see what's this what went wrong or something could have went right. I'm trying to get more into enjoying the moment. Right. So it's a big difference. But sometimes it'd be like, yo, the fans ain't doing nothing up here, bro. Can we get a chant? Like exactly. Something. Like one lady did try to start a chant last night and like everybody was just like looking at her like defense. And just like, yo, <laughs> sit down, yo. Sit down. Like cheer for your team. <laughs> They act like Something can change if you cheer for your team. They too cool, man. Everybody too cool. It's lame. Man. It's lame to cheer for your team. That's terrible. That you paying loans back for. <laughs> you have fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. You can't even cheer for the team. Hey, and they I'm took, they took some team. of your loans away, man. Do do something. Man, I don't even. I don't know what Joey's up there doing. Joey, we said clear that shit. <laughs> Joe said, I got five on it. <laughs> Y'all say we asked to clear it. Just I got five. Yeah, I, I can put some on it. I put a little bit on. I can't yeah, take them all away. I now. can't take it away. And we can give. We can take about five percent of your okay. income. Yeah. Is it? We, we gonna it. get it though. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I definitely just want HBCUs to to do better collectively. Um, I know at Shaw, like we don't. One thing I did not enjoy about Shaw is that, in my opinion, they didn't put a lot of time in creating morale for the freshman class. And that's where it kind of starts because those are the people who te- who become who upperclassmen. Matter. Right, and those are people who usually control their retention rate. Yeah. So, you know, like being able to really instill that. Like when I went to Central, the first week they was teaching this chance. The first, you know what I'm saying? They- yeah, that was, it was like that for me too, mm-hmm. at Elizabeth City. Mm-hmm. But now nah, you're right about that. Getting to, getting to the freshman first, like, that's really the best way to do it. Because, yeah. of course, by the time you're seniors, once again, you're too cool. Right. Right. Catch the ones that's early in their experience. Mm-hmm. They finally free away from parents. They can have as much fun as they want to. Right. You catch them, we could do something. But, uh uh-huh. That's our first topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how we're going to end We're trying to, trying to get in with some good, positive stuff. Right. Because there's a bunch of mess going on out here. <sighs> Um, I don't know how deep we're going to go into this, but this Aries Spears thing, wow. Sheesh. I feel like the only part I want to talk about is the Lizzo thing. Yeah. The other stuff just, that's, that's a lot. We can start with the Lizzo thing for sure. And if it, if the Lord moves us. Yeah. If the, if the, <laughs> Lord, if the Lord puts us to go that way, then we're going to go. But nah, this thing with Aries Spears, bro, as a comedian, right? hmm You got to know what's tasteful and what ain't. For sure, for sure. You can joke on just about anything, for real. If you know how to do comedy, you can joke on anything. I say that all the time. But the fact that he was asked about her music and immediately went to her body, when you look like how you look, what's the point in even doing that? I think he was definitely self-projecting, for sure. Like, why does it, why does it matter what she's, she, she's not trying to mess with you, She's not in your DMs. Nope. Why does it matter what she looks like? Why does it matter? She getting money. She getting money. Her music ain't for me. Her music's not for me either. So I'm not going to listen to it. But I'm not going to go to her weight. And that's fine. Lizzo doesn't show up on my radar. No. The only time I had a problem with something that Lizzo did was at that basketball game when she was on the front row with a t-shirt with her butt out. And that it's been, like it, it was kids on the third row behind her. That like, could have been for anybody. Exactly. That was like that's that's you what that's too much now. If if Kim Kardashian showed up with a butt cheeks out of the game, I'd be at like, a basketball game, like what that, are you that's doing? a lot now. 
What are you doing? That's that's too much. But like just to blatantly go on, go off on somebody like that, when you look like I like, bro, come on, dog. He looks he looks like a, a fat raccoon. He looks <laughs> with Down syndrome. Obese. Okay. We gotta go obese. Obese. With this 4X super long gas station t-shirt on. And I think what made it worse is when he spoke out after the backlash, he was in the bed with his shirt off with a fitted on. Right. It would have... The you... thing is, he keep a fitted on, but when he have it off, it looked like he got, uh, what they call it? The joint on the dog, the mange. Oh, uh, Be Beijing? Nah. Oh. I'm talking about where they, the dog loses Pace some of his hair, but his hair on him. It's called the mange. Oh, oh mangy do dog. Yeah, mangy okay. dog. That's what he looked like. That's, what, got his that's head what, off. what that means. I thought mangy dog just meant. I thought mangy no, meant just like dirty. No, that's the thing. It's like they got patches all over their body. Yeah. Their hair kind of like yeah. That's... I just I thought mangy was synonymous with like ragged. Well, I'm telling you what it is I'm, right I'm now. Just telling you. What <laughs> like, why are you arguing me on this? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. I agree with you. Niggas never wanted to say. <laughs> I, just... I was. I was pretty. Happy to figure out what the fuck Mangy was. Gotcha, you will. <laughs> but nah, bro, terrible for that, bro. He's terrible, and because is how do you not know what's a tasteful joke and what ain't? I think, and, and then it sounded very malicious, like everything he was saying. I think sometimes, as comedians, we can go too far, um, just because we're used to joking on people. I think roasting is a is a very clearly a very common thing yeah. and that's one of the things that he does he jokes on people um so I, I do see where he could have gone too far i don't be, i don't believe that you should apologize as a comedian if you were in a comedy space for something that you said if you were in a comedy space that doesn't mean you should never apologize in life you know what i'm saying but if you were in a comedy space i don't believe you apologize my issue was when he came back out right. and doubled down on it and then tried to say that he was handsome. Tried to play victim. It's given he's doing crack at this <laughs> point. Because one thing about it. Now he's doing the wrong crack because he ain't getting no smaller. Ari Spears. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't getting no little. Ari Spears, to his credit, he, I, I, he he's a pretty good comedian. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's been in the game a long time. He's a lot of different things. One thing that he is not is handsome. So I don't know where that narrative came from. Or what chicks he thought it he was, was dealing with. He was, it seemed like very, like, the people was getting to him about him being ugly. Because when he thought, that's subjective. No, bro, somebody looking at you. So if, if his you ugliness ugly, is subject, subjective, then Lizzo's weight is Somebody subjective. might not think she big. Everybody don't think Everybody Lizzo don't move that overweight. way. And if if she is and she not, it's none of your business. Exactly. She get, she living life, getting money. She stay, She clearly stay on somebody. She's in radar. a relationship. So a I mean, man don't find it to be a problem. So, I mean, what's the problem here, bro? She's happy, healthy, talented. One rich. thing people need to do is mind their business. Mind your and And know when to shut up. Mind your business. That's one of them. Yeah. Shutting up Shut is up. number three. Yeah. Being ashy is number four, and that's right. clearly what he was doing. Being completely ashy. And number two, stop talking. Stop talking. But that's shutting up. Well, shutting up, stop talking. Mind Listen. your business. Stop talking. Slow down slow is down. number three. My bad. Dang, Jazz. I got to apologize to Jazz now. Slow she down. messed up. Well, she ain't messed up. She was. She didn't know the one that I asked her to do because she usually do three. Oh. I done messed up my own rules. Yeah. Damn. Hey. Damn. But nah, yeah. Mind you, bro, like, on, on, even if somebody asks you a question like that, stay on topic. If right. you ain't got nothing else, you can make a joke with the, he could have made a joke with the music. Yeah. Why not just go that route? If it ain't for you, make a joke with the music, get up out of there. 
you didn't have to do what you did. Like, right, I swear it was. It was there was no need for that. He knows he's overweight and pretty ugly. He, he gotta, looks like a mangy dog. You got to look in the mirror and see that. He's a mangy dog. I, he probably don't stand Mixed in front of raccoon. mirrors too long. With a little T-Rex in him. He looks like a lot of different things. It's a lot he can look like. And it's a lot people can roast him on, which is probably going to happen. Yeah. Pretty sure of it. All the stuff about to come up now. Because he done opened the door for it. So, I mean. Hence he, why he in the situation he in now. Hence why he in that situation now. Which is even more wild news. <laughs> With all of this kid stuff, you core, like trying to teach kids to do all. No when stuff just ain't funny. You gotta feel it. Like you, you, you gotta know, bro. This ain't funny. Like I, I genuinely, and I, I don't. I've, I've been trying to like stay pretty quiet about it, like on social media, because I genuinely don't know what the world was going on with him and Tiffany Haddish. But it's like, why would you think? Why couldn't you get an adult to play a child? Exactly. Like, why would you have a child in that situation? And all these short dudes out here. All these midgets. Whoa. Little people. Little people. Sorry, all these little yeah, people. We ain't going to make it past this episode. <laughs> I'm, right. on, I'm on uh, trial next, and I'm not apologizing. Right, exactly. <laughs> she, can't get on, she can't get on live right, right now. No, they let me back on. Finally. Woo! This is the reason why. But now it's a lot they could have done. There's a lot they could have done. But I feel like like if the fact that you even had to go that far to do so, you should have known this ain't funny. I mean, they didn't they didn't put it out. Right. So I think what in my opinion, my my in my uh theory is once he gained momentum, they I don't know if it was malicious or not, they saw the pocket of opportunity yeah. to go ahead and put this out about an area. Well, yeah, somebody had it. Somebody yeah. just had it. Because that was, it was an old video. Yeah, somebody just had it waiting, and they yeah. was like, waiting for him or Tiffany. He probably, to say yeah, something. somebody fired, bro. Bro still got the, he still had the footage. Put this R. Yeah, Kelly I got ass them now. out here. <laughs> yeah, I got them now. Yeah. I got them now. But it, to that point, I don't, I don't know where, how far that goes up in, in the judicial system. I don't know if they can go to prison for that. I do, definitely know they can get sued. But it's like, for you to have that little boy in there and do any, and, persuade him to try to do any type of sexual acts on a grown person. I, I don't see the joke in that. I'm a pretty dark person. Um, I like dark jokes. I, I like graphic things. Right. I don't see the comedy it's just, at all. Man, it's, it's really annoying when stuff ain't funny, when stuff ain't tasteful, when right. something's going to come off weird. And that's when you got to really do check-ins on yourself, on things that you might think is funny or think something is cool to say or do. Because I think a lot of us get in our own heads and, like, Feel like to me it's okay. Yeah. To me it's cool to do, and then you end up hurting somebody else's feelings. For sure. So like a lot of this is doing those check-ins by yourself, and realizing like, I'm dealing with other people too. And I think even with you and I, when it comes to certain projects we work on, right? We will say, oh, I think that's a good idea, or maybe this is not a good idea. Maybe you should think about. You know, the X, Y, Z, yeah. even with my other friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where was, I don't even understand how that video was even in the process. Right. Like, where were the friends or your your team to say, this is not even something we should even my thing turn is the who, camera on? Who wrote with? it out? Who wrote it out to plan like, okay, this is what we're going to do? And nobody at any point was like, this probably ain't a good idea. This is crazy. <laughs> And this we probably should move. And where with. was the the kids' parents? That's always the question, you, ain't it? It's the 
Well, that's always the question. Is your, please to be in your kids' lives. Please be in your kids' lives. And <laughs> hey, people be so focused on keeping their child off the pool, or, or keeping them fresh, or keeping them fresh. My child gonna be fresh. They don't care about stuff like this. I guess I don't know. I don't want to bash parents or nothing, but it's, it's them parents that allow stuff like this to happen. That's like, yo, where were what you? What were you doing? Because the child was like maybe seven. Where are you leaving your child with? Why are you leaving like your how child did a with, seven year old with just Tiffany get... Haddish and the Aries Spears? What, in what world like, is that okay? Exactly. Like, I don't care who they are. <laughs> I don't care what celebrity it is. It's a stranger. No, my child can't be here by himself. That should have been discussed, like, when the idea was said. What are we doing? We, because I'm, I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, cut. Right, <laughs> cut. We out of here. We out of here. And, and, the, and the baby was sitting in the drawers. It was just a lot. If you haven't seen the video, look at the video. It, it was it. not funny at all. I give it an F minus. Would have never made to SNL, Mad TV. To nothing. A living it, color, nothing. It would have been pulled down off of YouTube. For sure. There's a lot of wild stuff going on. But on uh, lighter notes, happy stuff happening. Living life, man. Getting back into more comedy. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Definitely trying to get into more writing stuff. Facts. BK? Yep. Where you been at, man? Man. Where you been, BK? We need you back on stage. Y'all be trying to get BK on stage, right? But I feel like BK got a fear or something. I, I need do to have know, a fear. BK, what is the fear of you doing comedy on stage? It's funny because I was on the way over here, I was talking to um, this gentleman, and he he's a comedian. And he was um, asking me why I'm being on stage. And one thing about black people, one thing about black people, they will ask you a question, but already have the answer in their mind. It Man. is the funniest thing to me. Like, I said, well, you know, I think I did You ain't got no fear. You ain't got no fear. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Sound like an uncle. Yeah, like. <laughs> my back hurt. Your back hurt. Yeah, you your back, back hurt. hurt. You ain't got no back. You know what I'm saying? When you take my, I don't feel good. You lay down. Like, what? I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> Why you ain't been on stage, man? I, but um, I haven't been on stage, I think, just because of, and to to the man's point, he he did have a great uh, perspective. I do think that I'm perfectionist, and I don't like to put out things. I don't like to do things that I'm not good at. Not saying I'm not good at comedy, but because it's always a, a ongoing process of working on yourself, being being okay to fail. Yeah, I'm not okay with with failing. Now that's hard. That's hard for me too. So yeah. I feel you on that one. So it's like you know, being able to be vulnerable every time you step on stage, being, you know, putting your best effort forward and and being okay with, okay, this wasn't it. Right. And that's not it. And and things follow you. You can have a bad show, and with black people, they gonna they remember the back. bad show. Man, you remember when like, I got the video. <laughs> Dang. Why are you holding on to that? I've done eight shows <laughs> since then. Why are you holding on to this I, one bad time? Like, let it go. I got a Grammy. But yeah. now I feel you on that. But I think in, in times like that, and, and this is also for me, like, I think we got to stop mentally going to failure as soon yeah. as it's time to do something. Right. I think a lot of us talk ourselves out of stuff because it's like, what if I fail? Like, that's the first thought. Right. That stuff got to change just because you won't try nothing. Right. It's a lot of stuff you won't do just because you said, I'm I might fail. Be, right. <laughs> I ain't going to be good. Mm -hmm. This might not be funny. You don't know that. Right. But you also got to put, 
you can make something funny that's not funny depending on what kind of confidence you got behind it. For sure. Like I over like the Instagram videos and TikTok stuff, I don't have no confidence in myself in that. <laughs> I really like I'll make a video mm-hmm. and I'll just hold on to the video and then I'll delete it. Or I'll go to post it and be like, Yeah. I don't think that's it. <laughs> and then I'll delete it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm already thinking like what's the worst thing that can happen? Like what's what bad is about to happen behind right. it? Right. Right. So, uh, what is? How do you get over that? Um, with, with with anything that you might do, like in other areas of life. I mean, I, I to your point, I do. I am extremely comfortable with making certain TikToks and reels, um, just because that's what we did in high school. Me and my homegirls, we y'all had, made TikTok reels. We that? made no, we made YouTube <laughs> videos. That's. I'm yeah, 30. You know what I'm saying? We at YouTube. Yeah, nigga. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why it's not like we ancient now? <laughs> you know, back in my day, I put my stuff on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? We put our videos on YouTube. So it's like, even with the skit I did with my homegirl with the Lil' Kim thing, she was one of the original people in the in my YouTube videos. Yeah. My best friend Desiree. And so doing that with her was so nostalgic. And it just made me feel so like, comfortable because I wasn't trying to be funny. I was having fun with my friends. And so that emotion of like just having fun because I do thoroughly enjoy comedy and I do know that I am funny and that I do have what it takes to be a great stand-up comedian. I need to focus on like taking the feeling that I get from making things with people who I can naturally be funny with and putting that on stage, like that energy of just having fun. Because to be honest, it's nerve-wracking from the time somebody tell me they want me to be on the show until I get that first laugh. <laughs> nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, I'm with you on that, too, because my heart be beating the whole time. The whole Day time. Day of, I'm thinking of, like, am I still going to use this? Yep. Am I still going to say this? Then I get there, I don't know if I'm going to use mm-hmm. this. Am I going to use this? And a lot of times, a couple of shows that I've done, I've done that until I grabbed the mic and then did something completely different. Right, right. And the stuff that I had was funny. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't use it. Yeah. But I mean, definitely creating that nostalgic feeling for yourself. I think that comes from repetition. Yeah. So like getting more comfortable of what's something I got to do. It's like grabbing a mic or grabbing your phone or whatever and pretending mm-hmm. and just doing it in the mirror. Saying yeah. that said in the mirror. Saying those jokes. Going through that story. Mm-hmm. So then when you get on the stage, it's take it natural. like you back in the mirror. Right. And then just do it then and you'll feel it. Right. So And I but you know, one thing I have noticed about myself, and I'm I'm gonna really tap into it, I really do enjoy improv as well. Like I I like I, improv too. Yeah. I definitely and I'm I'm looking for like a, a little class around here. Something that's not corny, but you know, something I can I hate corniness. Because, hey, as a black person, we still got to be cool now. We still got hey, I done, I done switched my hat about eight times. Hey, pulling I, the whole range in. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I got to do it till I feel cool. Yeah. Nah, but, like, I, it's definitely about getting the way you're comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Writing out everything ain't my thing. Yeah. Planning out everything ain't my thing. Mm-hmm. I like I like the structure that jazz brings, and I want to learn how to get how to be myself in that structure. Right. So like with a lot of the things that we talk about as far as like with timing, mm-hmm. whether it's scheduling certain things, knowing what day something going to drop, knowing what day we're going to talk about different things, mm-hmm. like having that, but then still being able to be me within that structure. Right. To where I can just flow and it could be natural. But 
under structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just like, okay, well, I don't feel it today. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't feeling it at all. That's me. All right, I'm not doing nothing. Okay, today I want to do it. Like, no. Nah. For sure. For what we're trying to do, I don't think that's acceptable. It's not. Because you got to still put stuff out. You got to get on stage. You got to be in it. But I want it to be something that I love and that I'm doing and not like mm-hmm. feel like a job. Right, right. I, I have a big problem with consistency, even with TikToks. I like doing TikToks. And I'll have intentions to do TikToks. And then I like, but that bed with my electric blanket, ooh-wee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a dangerous combination with the fan. As you can see, it's a bunch of uh, blankets in this room. (laughs) Whenever you get cold, grab your blanket. We watch the TV wrap up. I literally slept on the edge of the couch like this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I'll lay up under jazz in here all, all day if I could. Okay. But I know, like, I gotta, I really got to get up and work at this stuff. And whether it's getting just grabbing the mic and just not even having nothing to talk about mm-hmm. and just talking mm-hmm. until I get to something. That's kind of how this podcast came together. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one that we're record, recording right now. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we definitely went a little bit all over the place, but it's starting to feel genuine again. Right. Just because we flowing. But yeah. I think you can take that in anything, too. And I think that's a good that's a good lesson from what you just spoke about, even with your podcast. Like, you you had to take, and I don't want to call them failures, but you had to know what you wanted by doing things and seeing that, yeah. okay, this is not working for me. That's not working for me. And so now you're in a space to where this is this is what works by doing things that didn't work. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, I know people that can plan the whole thing out, mm-hmm. like from start to finish, mm-hmm. and then start to do it. I just don't be working like that. Man. But it's some stuff that I got to implement, like at least getting an idea. Okay, I want this to go this way. And then start doing it. Okay, then start piecing it together. Mm-hmm. But it's still like collaborating with the right people too. Right. Getting with some people that got a different way of doing things that I can probably add to what I do. Don't be afraid to like work with other people. Don't be afraid. That's another thing with black people, I think, too. Yeah. Like we don't like to work with other people because we either want everything for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want our word to be law, or it's just like, yeah, I don't like other people. And money, too. Money kills. Everybody want to get paid. And it's like, I understand. Instead of just for the love. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I understand if you you have an art or you have a craft and you have perfected it to a certain level, I do believe that, you know, exposure isn't enough, especially if this is your livelihood or something like that. But if, if me and you on the same level... We're ex- that's the exchange. That's the bartering system. You're doing something for me. I'm doing something for you. Like I, sh- I don't, I don't want to have to pay you for that, bro. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. Like we both at the bottom. We're both at the bottom. Now you trying to tax me to get you up? You know what I'm like, saying? <laughs> it don't like, work like that. And then, and to be honest, it's, and especially with this like younger generation, it's like they like to do. They like to get a whole bunch for nothing. Yeah. Like they will literally. Don't let me start on these hairstylists now. Hey, a whole different story. I just seen this girl. I forgot what it was. The girl must have asked for a deposit. I guess I don't know how this stuff go with uh-huh. the hair thing, but she tried to book with this girl. Uh-huh. Guess she booked with her. The girl said you got to like pay half as the deposit. Right. She came to the girl. The girl did the hairstyle. The hairstyle was trash. So the girl's like, I'm not paying for that. I ain't gonna give my money back. Right. The what hairstylist. She done called the police. Talking about the woman don't want to pay me. Yeah. But she didn't like give the right service. 
And, and like, how do you still want to get paid for giving me trash service? Like, it don't work like that. And to a point, those those locks were trash. No, they was garbage. They were garbage. I don't know much about hair, but I know that was trash, that and nobody trash. should be satisfied with that. <laughs> like, it was trash. And then when the girl said, like, um, you know, I'm not going to pay for the service. You can take these out. Like, you can take it pretty she much take it back. you for that. Char- charge it for that. I'm telling you, Jazz was the walking here with some breeze that she asked for or something like that, and it was terrible, and she paid. I we mean, going, we, we going back to this person's house. That that hair, <laughs> we going the way that hair looked, I would have thought she had that in her hair for like three months. Like it was, it was bad. Like, like it was bad. The parts, but were that's crooked. another. But that's the thing about people wanting to do stuff for money and not because they love it. Exactly. You just saw it's a bunch of hairstylists out here getting money. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm a do hair too. They ain't got no license. And you don't got no skill to do that. I ain't following the the practices of the law. Y'all supposed to be washing hair. It's really ain't a lot hair. of people trying to do a lot of stuff because they saw somebody else do it with money. Right. I mean, and they got money. I don't know if you ever read the uh, Charlemagne book. Um, mm-hmm. Black excellence. Oh no no, I read part, black privilege. I read black privilege. My okay. bad. Black privilege. But I know you got a second one. I know that was called. Black no, excellence. yeah, I messed it up. Don't worry about it. It's my birthday. I to sip a little bit. But <laughs> <laughs> now, it, even in that, when he when he said, "F your dreams." Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, they not yours. Right. You saw somebody else do it. Now you think that's the pathway to go. Exactly. And this ain't what this ain't this is not what works for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this stuff, you got to really do what works for you. Right. And that's pretty much what we talked about in the last episode of the podcast. Like doing finding what works for you, finding that thing that's that's natural. Yep. So like for you coming in doing comedy, it might not be like writing it out or saying it word for word. Mm-hmm. But you can come in, look around the room, find some fun stuff, and then think of something that just come to you. Mm-hmm. That might be your thing. Improv might be your thing. Mm-hmm. Figure out what works for you in whatever arena you're trying to be in. Right. Because if it don't come natural, we all know. Yeah. We going to see it. <laughs> it's it's going to show. show. Like, and I mean, I, I'm just the type of personality because I, I personally feel like I'm I'm authentically me all the time. People know exactly when I'm faking. People know exactly nah, yeah. when something looks like a performance. They know when I'm not being myself. Because I'm always, if you hate it or love it, BK going to be BK. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So as soon as you, I can't, I can never fake the phone. That's not in my DNA. Yeah. It comes and I, and off I think weird. that's something that's just in us in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. You know when somebody like just faking the funk, bro. Like this ain't you. It's not you. I know this ain't you. At all. Especially if I've been around you for a, enough time. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> you're naturally funny. And now you up here like Sambo. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> you ain't shucking and jabbing. Shucking and jabbing. <laughs> for jabbing. the white man. For a master. <laughs> Yeah, stop doing that, man. Yeah. Stop trying to do everything for money. Exactly. Because money, rich people show you that money don't mean nothing. The C, the CFO for uh for one of these big companies, can't think of the name right now, just committed suicide today. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's a lot of rich, depressed people. I'm like, bro. It's a lot of rich, depressed people. What do y'all got going on? You and and looking ben from Bath- our side, it's like you got oh you got all this money. Ben you can Bath- buy Beyond. Money. Yeah, that's what it was. Bed Bath and Beyond CFO. The CFO for Bed Bath and Beyond. Damn. Jumped off. And and it's weird that people are like choosing to jump off buildings. I don't know. If I'ma leave here, I'ma leave here immediately. Yeah. I wanted to I feel like that's a drawn out. Yeah. Cause like halfway, what if you change your mind? Change we fall you know now, baby. And now you're just in this state of terror because you know exactly what's about to happen. I don't like that. Yeah. Just make a quick decision, get out of here. Get you out know? of the way. 
hopefully we can save some people from doing that. They should probably put suicide nets up like they do in China. Nets? They well, got they got, they they got, got them at uh the Apple at Apple too. Yeah, and, and the one in America. Yeah. Oh, I know they had the ones in China. They Apple has the suicide net. That's wild. You know how bad your job has to be for 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 them to not even say, "Let's get some therapy." In Let's here. find a way to make this. You job know what I'm saying? Let's them. like just put some nets up and roll <laughs> roll these niggas back Yo, in here. That ain't funny, but it is. <laughs> Bro, you know how bad your job got to be, but you have seen enough people jump out these windows. Let me put some nets up. You get what I'm saying? Bro. And then what happens at the, like, when you open the window and he's like rolling back, like, <laughs> Paul, get your ass. Like, what, what, what happens? Like, does Paul just go back to the desk? And everybody's looking at Paul like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he's like, he's like just wiping his eyes. Like, what do do we talk about it? He was just thinking he was gonna go so straight just, through that net. You was gonna just get up out of here, huh? <laughs> like, Paul, what was what about you your wife, Paul? <laughs> oh, you got kids, Paul. Paul, I was just at the cookout yesterday. You, what's going on? Bro? You could have like, told me about that. You could have said, what is the conversation at the pulling the worker off the suicide net? Do they come back to work the next day? <laughs> Do you do you go right back to work? Does the job give them time off? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some time while you try to commit suicide and it don't work. At least a mental health day, at least a couple of days to get right. This oh man, my. if it was for this net, this man would be out of here. He would re- he would be gone at the job, and everybody else would see that. Uh, who's the first person? Imagine the other people that gotta see this man falling. You just at work at your <laughs> cubicle, and a body fly back. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what am I supposed to do tomorrow? What was that? <laughs> like, and then you get the announcement. Everyone's uh, okay. We <laughs> caught another one in we the We caught net. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> He's back at right. it again. Paul's fine. We caught another one. Like, <laughs> you just at work the baby sleep. Yeah, did y'all see Paul? Paul. <laughs> at lunch? Yeah, Paul crazy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> hey, call Paul don't wife. touch Paul lunch, all right? <laughs> I don't know how he's trying to get up out of here. Listen. I wouldn't recommend nobody stealing his lunch. Okay. Lace that thing with some fentanyl. No, nah, that's a that's a wild scenario. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Dang. But it's but it's bad out here for real though, man. Because really people going through stuff, whether you got money or whether you whether you don't. Yeah. So my thing is, if you know it's a whole bunch of people like killing themselves and they got money like that, mm-hmm. why are we doing so much stuff for money? I think that even though, so I, I think it's a twofold thing. One, everyone wants to be financially free in some aspect of life, right? Like, I don't, I think, I don't think that people are necessarily, and in general, I don't think people are necessarily money hungry, but they want the accessibility to be able to do the things that they want to do or the things they need. Gotcha. I think that turns into if I have to if I can't go on this vacation without money and vacations make me happy, money is the tool of that. Somewhere along the lines, we say money makes me happy because money does this for me. Right. It's like Santa Claus, right? People like Santa Claus, not because, because we can play with Santa Claus, because but because what toys. Santa Claus does for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He gives us toys. So it's like, oh, that's why we love Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? And we don't we don't dif- differentiate. So I guess it would be like like how do you find how do you find what genuinely makes you happy? 
Well, if it's not, if it's, we get like, because even with that explanation, you know, like mentally you have changed your mind to be like, well, money is the thing that makes me happy because I can do all of this other stuff with money. Right. Which, yeah, you can do the stuff with money, but you also realize a lot of the simple stuff that you do mm -hmm. don't really take no money. And that's kind of what I've realized for this weekend. And like, it helped me to kind of think about money a little bit differently. Whereas, like, I can, I know I can make the money. I know I can do all of these things to get so much money. But doing a lot of the most simple things that you can think of is what really puts you at peace, allows you to be you, right. make you happy. And sure. it ain't something I'm doing to get money. For sure. For sure. Money is great to have. It's a tool. It's a tool, though. It ain't the, there shouldn't be the reason why you living. Exactly. Because we've seen millionaires get all of it snatched away, too. I mean, and it's, I literally look at it as a hammer, right? You need a hammer to put up that shelf. But just because I have a hammer doesn't mean the shelf going to get put up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I still have to put in the work. I still have to have the nails. I still have that shelf itself. I might have to shave it down. So it's like people think it's the end-all, be-all, and it's just yeah. it's how you use it. I can use that hammer and destroy something. That's it. Sure can. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a tool, and how you use it depends on if it's a detriment in your life or if it's a catalyst. Right. I mean, I got friends. But it definitely doesn't provide happiness for sure. Right. Not, like, I, I got friends that got money, and they, but they talk about the simple stuff. Like, everything I've ever asked them, I've probably got, those are probably my friends that I've had the shortest answers from. Right. The ones that got money. Mm hmm And then I just happened to find a rich cougar, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Jazz got bread. I knew it when I saw it the first time. You knew it the first day? Yeah. You felt I, that Stella I could tell vibe? By, I could tell by the way Jazz was dressed the first yeah. time I walked up. I was like, she got some money. She got money. She smelled like money. Smelled like L money. Looked like money. Looked like it. Talk and then like, the way she talked like, like money. money. She, the way she talked about money. Okay, she went to Winston. That's money right there. That sound like money. That's that, Winston, 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 Winston got it down there. Winston though. got it down there. But hey. The air different down there. You know what I'm saying? So it, it definitely got me looking at money now. different. We ain't got no money at y'all. Ain't, no, ain't had no money at Elizabeth City. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. We we got some people that stole some money. Right. But we, hey. The money was there. But it make you think about money differently when you get around people that, and they, they don't got to be like, you know what I'm saying, millionaires or nothing like that, but people that understand money and know how, like, this is how I can live mm -hmm. and live how I want to with this kind of money. Right. But then they do the simple things in life that make it, like make it fun for them. Usually when you ask somebody that's in that space, like what do you do to have fun or self-care or whatever, they don't tell you no whole rich, crazy, like I'm spending bread type right. of thing I to be happy. I spend time with, fun, with family, you know what I'm saying? Like I do a hobby, I really enjoy, you know, And, and it don't music. cost much. Yeah. It don't cost nope. much at all. Nope. It so just it's like to you, gotta, you gotta find that thing that really makes you happy. Mm -hmm. that gives you joy. Like, making people laugh and things like that is something that really makes me feel good. Facts, same. Having good conversations, being around people, eating food, things like that, it makes me, that makes me feel good. Facts. So it's like, what, for you, be, what, what, is some, what are a couple of things that make you just feel good that has nothing to do with money? Um, well, I'm, I, pretty, I have a pretty, like, obsessive personality when it's to come certain things. So, like, when I, like when I say I love Duke basketball, I love it. You get what I'm saying? Because it's, it's an escape. Like I, I really appreciate just the 
the brotherhood over there. I just really enjoy it. So like I really spend time like learning about their backgrounds and like seeing what Coach K used to do, you know, when he was there for the community and things like that. I really enjoy that. Battle rap is something that, you know, these are just little hobbies, but I really do enjoy battle rap because Huh? she put out there she went from duke basketball to battle rap yeah battle rap would never be at duke <laughs> <laughs> would never it would never show up on the campus would never. Duke. <laughs> but it's like for me battle rap and i get asked that question a lot like why do i enjoy battle rap that that stuff is art bro like it is. it's for them to like they're so creative and so intelligent so witty it it really aligns a lot with comedy because it's like how are you seeing things from this perspective? Especially where clips do it, Man. and then and then the way they break down word, the way they break down words to make it another word, yeah, or to make the picture come together, yeah. Now I feel like you on with, that. Even with daylights, uh, when he went against Tay Rock and he had that whole planet scheme, oh yeah, that thing was cr like I would have never been able to think of nothing like that. You, I would have never. You couldn't pay me. <laughs> My my rom roms are so basic. Thriller, my little kingdom to kill him. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You sound like, like a 1980s rapper. <laughs> you know, a hip push, huh? A hippie, a hippie. No, and that's what. Come here, fool. Now, you look you? like a tool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, man. But, nah, that's a fact, though. And um, even what what you say, like spending time with my friends. Like, I have so many best friends. Yeah, and you do got like 30 best I friends. I have a lot of best friends. But like all of them bring something different to the table for me. And they're, I, I just enjoy company. There's nothing in life that I would want to obtain that I wouldn't be able to share with my with my people. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like yeah, if, yeah. if I got a house, I don't care how big the house is if I can't have people leaving, living in it. You know what I'm saying? I would If I get a nice fancy car... I want to buy just like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart buys cars for everybody. He like yeah. he wants. I want everybody. You know what's what's better than one millionaire? Nah, that's a fact though. Two. Because even Jay Z was talking like, what's the point of you being rich and nobody? No, I think Kevin Hart said, it. what's the point of you being rich and nobody can't do nothing with you? Nobody can do nothing with you. I'm yeah. the only one rich. Right. Nobody can't go on a trip call. with me. Right. Nobody can. Nobody I got work. <laughs> hey, what you what you got going, man? I'm at work. Right. I was about to fly to Aspen. Right. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what, you, what you talking about? It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We well, got yeah. jobs. Nah, yeah, I mean, the more you, I think you live like that mm -hmm. to where it's like you find your happiness, you find the people around you, you be able to build that community, things like that, then, then you enjoy life in a different way. Thanks. You enjoy life better, but when you on that greed stuff, I want the money and I want to do something. You know what else brings me happiness this that. too? What's that? Um, God. Come on now. Building my relationship with God, like let's get into when, it now. You know what I'm saying? When I the when I started to really deep dive into the Bible for myself, and like really being able to humanize the people that were in there, it brought me so much peace and comfort yeah. because I was able to see how God worked in their lives. And for some reason, they just come off as fairy tales to me when I was growing up. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it came off as they came off as demigods and you know holier than now. And it's like, bro, they has they make so many bad decisions, so many mistakes. And it's like to see you know where they come from and where they how they ended was just like, yeah, like right. that. It but that's me. where I would definitely tell people to get into that Bible by yourself. Yeah, and make it real yeah. to you. Not necessarily make the thing, just put real people in these situations. For sure. Because it, it 
for me, like my dad's a pastor, but I never like just read the Bible. Right. Of course, he tell us scriptures. We go to church, thing like that. We did the. It, my dad wasn't like on us strict, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. He kind of let us live. But reading the Bible now, I look at it completely different, and I can take stories out of the Bible, place them in real life, and see the message. Yep. That was supposed to be happening. Right. Certain things that would like if you would have listened. Mm -hmm. All if you would have listened this one time, all of that other stuff so that you just went happen. through would have never happened. If you would have taken this one advice right. and just went with that, yep. you would have been good. Yep. And there's a couple of stories where it's like that. Yep. Samson should have never messed with that hope. I, I'm stuck on that because <laughs> Delilah Listen, had that man in a chokehold. I could have got the jazz so much sooner if I would have <laughs> listened. Okay. You would have to go through all that hardship. I would have to go through all the stuff I went through. Mm -hmm. But no, when we we because a lot of us we out there thinking, well, I can do, I can figure this out on right. my own. I can do this on my own. And of course, you got people that's around you that try to tell you things mm -hmm. and try to help you out in ways. But to you, this ain't going this ain't this ain't my thing. And it ain't necessarily like you just gotta listen to what they say and do exactly that because God got His own plan for you. Right. So you still gotta find after that advice. Make sure it's wise counsel. Mm -hmm. Find your path in that. Mm -hmm. And you got to make sure that works for you and it's leading you in the right way that God is leading you also. Mm -hmm. But you can take a lot of those stories. Like Samson would have never been, he would have never killed all those people and himself if he didn't fall for that coochie. The man was blind. The he, man was blind with he coochie. He messed with that girl so much, he went blind. Now he was hurt. He was hurt. Sam, Samson got hurt before. Mm -hmm. Because the other wife went with his brother. Okay. He was hurt behind Every, that. Everybody experiences a heartbreak. He was. <laughs> that don't mean you need to go and act a fool. Listen, he lost it. Don't he go turned the future. Samson so turned the future and it went left on him. He should because he, he ran into the wrong person. <laughs> he ran into. Should have stuck to the river in the lakes. <laughs> yeah, bro, that mess around went in the ocean. Listen, it went left for him. Okay. It Poor went left. Samson. But it, 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 it's showing me a lot of stuff like throughout, even with work. Yeah. It's showing me how to like deal with work and things like that differently. Like sometimes, hey, you ain't going to want to do a lot of this stuff they tell you to do at work. But guess where your money coming from? One. Yep. Think about if you handle these situations in a better way, like how God would, or he's telling you to, guess where you'll end up? That's when you end up getting promotions. That's when you end up getting more money. You get put in a position where you do less work and get more money. Yep. Everybody ain't got to piss you off all the time. But you know, and and to your point, it definitely creates, it gives you, creates discipline and patience. You know what song, what gospel song I hate? What's that? Trouble Don't Last Always. <laughs> it Why don't you hate last? that song? Because it's like, Yes, okay, don't last always, right? I love that song. Why but, you hate it? <laughs> but how long? It's like, like, but you give me a better timeline. You know what I'm saying? I know it don't last always, but it will last most ways. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some ways. Some other way. Like, give me something when it's going to cut off. Because I can't keep going. Because <laughs> trouble is troubling right now. You know what I'm saying? Troubling looks like this. Hey, we're in a marathon. Say, and it's you got to look up at God and be like, hey, God, Yo. some of these weapons prosper. Right. Though. <laughs> some of this I don't. Maybe I, I don't know, know the you definition of prospering. <laughs> maybe I got a different <laughs> outlook because some of these women's prospering now. And beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, duh. and you want to get clear answers? Yes. But it's like you got to go through it to get the answer. And it's yeah. like God, show me the answer before I got to deal with this. 
I know, listen. But <laughs> I don't have to learn the lesson every time. Just go ahead and give me the outcome. So I'll be like, you know what? I don't want to go down that path. No, what? Never, man. Never mind. <laughs> no, you know, never, if man. If you're going to show me the that. outcome, I'll be like, you know what? Perfect. Perfect. And I think we got to pay. But I think it's also done that way because he wants us to pay attention to the warnings. Yeah. And then make a decision. Not let mm -hmm. me show you the outcome and then you make a decision. For sure. Because it, it, it it's always a warning. For sure. It definitely creates wisdom. Yeah. It definitely creates discernment. And then you got something to teach. Yeah. But it's like, how many teachers we need? <laughs> I opt out. I just be a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I do it sometimes. I do substitute. I want to do it sometimes. Yeah, like, time. too many lessons. This one ain't it, guys. Listen, I'm not the strongest one, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't called for this, Jesus. I couldn't have been. I couldn't have been, Lord. I couldn't have been. But nah, man. I, I'm I'm really enjoying the Bible. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what got me more so on the relaxed vibes from birthday. Um, even the Bible showing you like like doing things together, right? With a great group of people, yeah, can get you a further way than trying to do everything by yourself. Yeah. So that even ties back to the HBCU thing. We got to come together at some point and do something for us. Yeah. As black people, man. Because we could. I mean, even with this, with this new realm of going to like the domes and whatever the big fields yeah. like let's create our own culture we we've we've always been a people who adapt we've yeah. always been that so it's like let's start to adapt this is what it is because we this, know what it is now this is what it is this is what we're doing we need to move up now you know what i'm saying we need to be put on the same level as everybody else Ex so let's go ahead and adapt this especially thing, huh? when you go watch these and we'll just stay at the college games or whatever when you go watch these college football games and the whole team black if we can get all of us at the HBCUs and then we all go to the games, yeah. what do you think will happen? Let's but, start. Let's start wearing the paraphernalia. Let's start dyeing our hair. Let's start. You know what I'm saying? And I asked Jazz what she gonna do to face paint. She said I don't think she going. She said she don't think she going that far. Now to that point, when I was when I was a freshman at North Carolina Central, we definitely were that crew. Right. We definitely were that crew. We definitely painted our face. We definitely would come in with. The Nelia strong, like the horns, all that. And so it's like, I want to get back to that. We were lit at Central. Right. Hey, sometimes that's what you got to get to for real, man. For real. But, you know what I'm saying? This was another good one, man. Yeah. Make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. Um, VK going to be getting into some comedy soon. Soon and very I'm a, Hopefully soon. she let me open up for her. We um, are going you know what I'm saying? See the king. Let me get the crowd warmed up and then we're going to let her go crazy. No, I don't want to go see the king yet. Hold up. Soon and very soon. You got to be careful singing them song. It's like trouble don't last always yeah. and then soon and very soon. <laughs> <laughs> trouble don't last. That should not be don't on last. the playlist. Like back, <laughs> back to back, that shouldn't be on the playlist back to back. What? But listen, man, we got these four ways to create peace, man. One, mind your business. Two, stop talking. Three, slow down. And four, do not be ashy. Use them. And then take some of the stuff that we talked about today and create some happiness for yourself also. Especially don't be ashy. That's, yeah, my, that's, that's the one I rock with the most. You like that one the most? Yeah. I like that one too, I man. rock with that one. That don't be ashy, boy. Especially in, the, in between the thumb listen and here, the on index. Listen on that webbing. Come that, on now. Man, Ooh. I mean... You want to see how how a dude is living? Check hey. that little that little part right and, here. And licking that area, don't Whoa. make it don't make it no less ash. And it's COVID and monkeypox. Why are you licking? So that anybody? means trying to find a quick fix. Don't change terrible behavior. You got to do the work. Mm -mm. Just make sure you do it, man. That's really all it is, man. But y'all have a good day, a good week, 
a good night, all of those things. Happy Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend. Happy birthday to me. Happy, bir- happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jazz coming up. <laughs> happy birthday. And y'all take it easy. We out of here, man. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's stupid. Oh.